Hey, lifers, and welcome to another episode of Because Life Can Be a Niche Podcast. Thank you so much for coming into the living room with me and riding with us, doing life with us. We uh, so appreciate you. If you are listening to this podcast, then uh, first of all, thank you, uh, and we appreciate you and value you, but we would love for you to come on over and pop on our YouTube channel, Life Can Be a Niche and take a look um, and watch, uh, catch some of the past videos. Um, the interaction there is a little bit more uh, on the video side of the house, but we're grateful wherever you are. And for those of you who are watching on YouTube right now, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, all I ask is that maybe you subscribe if you haven't done so yet. Uh, we would love to see our subscribers go up, share it with your friends, uh, share it with uh, those that you know who may enjoy this content. You know what we talk about, life because it can be a niche and it's everything. Uh, relationships, um, parenting for me, a mom of boys, divorce, uh, life after divorce, dating after divorce. There's so many things that we touch on that uh, are just all across the board, but life nonetheless. And we appreciate you for that. Now, you know, we normally do a tea of the episode, but I don't have a tea uh, with me. I am actually looking for tea suggestions. So for those of you who are tea connoisseurs, you know that I love my loose leaf teas. That's just like my thing. Just give me some loose leaf tea and give me some amber rock sugar and you got a happy girl. I mean, I like my coffee too, but tea just gets me all the way um, over the moon. And so if you have any suggestions, fall is here. I've seen a lot coming out. I think I saw something with cinnamon in it. Tibana um, had something advertised with some cinnamon. I might give that a try, but your suggestions are more than welcome. Please send them along. Um, as always, if you're on social media, writing with us at Katie Bryant writes is how you get in touch with us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And then the blog life unfolding is on my website, katiebryantwrites.com. Click on the blog life unfolding and you'll see some different kind of content there. Would love to have you and see you there as well. So um, not going to prolong this. Uh, you guys know that we have been doing the uh, pandemic revelation series and it's all of the things that we have learned uh, from being in the pandemic or that we've grown through or that we're understanding now. I always said that the pandemic is about much more than um, the illness and the sickness and, and unfortunately, the, the loss, the loss of life. Um, there is something spiritual at work here as well. And a time, it's a global timeout and a time for us to really get out of the pandemic, everything that we can get and learn, um, but you don't wanna get COVID. So we wanna get everything out of it during this time, except sick uh, for sure and, and prayers and love to those who are dealing with loss or who have battled uh, coronavirus or, you know, constantly exposed, perhaps, especially our frontline uh, and essential workers. So thank you so much for what you're doing uh, with that as well. But I want to talk about some other things that the pandemic that that has come out of that and the timing of everything. So. Um, we talked about a pandemic birth a few 
weeks ago, maybe a month ago with um, Cherie Denise. So if you missed that episode, please go back and uh, check that out at, about giving birth in a pandemic and, and it's birthing uh, your gifts and what's in you or what God has called you to do. It's a really powerful episode. Uh, we also talked about um, making your dreams come true and, and being an entrepreneur, starting your business, uh, how you can make money in a pandemic. We, we talked with um, beauty maven, fashion diva, uh, Davida, and she just poured out uh, how she, even though she's a service provider providing beauty and, and, and lashes and fashion and, and all the things that are very up close and personal, she's actually worked harder in the pandemic than she had been before. So check that out if you, if you have an opportunity. And then we sat down with filmmaker, author, TV show producer and creator, um, Keisha Lee, uh, and follow her at Keisha Lee TV. And we talked with that about everything from mommyhood guilt to, stepping out, taking a leap of faith, stepping out on your dreams and going forward and, and how you um, can really, first of all, she has a book, Making Films on Your Mobile, mobile Device. But beyond that, just how you get past mommy guilt, how you get past you know your timeline that you had that you think, well, you've missed your window, which there's no such thing you have not. Um, and we just really got into it with a lot of subjects that that hit us all men and women but we even got into like i said a little bit of the mommyhood guilt uh but one thing that has really been sitting on my heart this week uh that i really want to just pop on quickly to talk about is um we all of these episodes we talked about self-love and self-care and taking care of yourself and and doing as much as you can for yourself uh but uh, I want to talk about taking care of your mental health and and the wellness there and what I've learned and even what I'm seeing in this pandemic uh, now as well. And that is something that is, is very uh, special to me uh, and it's close to my heart. One, uh, this is the week uh, of the anniversary of my father's death, I, I shared uh, with you all that my dad passed away two years ago, uh, October 27th. So uh, just, a, just a couple of days ago, I went to the gravesite, put uh, flowers out there and, and talked to him and really dealt with you know, the feelings there. And, and it just reminded me of, you know, what I did to really take care of myself mentally to get through that. I was a daddy's girl uh, and uh, I'm a mama's girl too. I was just a parent's girl. I'm the only kid. I mean, really. So, I mean, I was with both of them equally, but I was very close to my father and I relied on his advice and his wisdom and his support uh, in everything. And I think I shared early on the episode or in an early episode that I did about grieving that I actually started grieving my dad's death or, or the loss uh, about a year before my dad actually passed away. He lost his, we didn't lose his battle. He uh, died from colon cancer, uh, but he won the battle. So I'm not going to say lost. And, but a year before that, uh, before we even knew that he may not even be here another year, 
I uh, was feeling like a lot of pressure and um, I was being pulled in a lot of different directions. I mentioned I'm a mom of two boys. I am divorced. I am, you know, running the household and juggling so many things. And then on top of that, I'm supporting my parents and making sure that they got to the doctor's appointments and to the chemotherapy and, and through surgeries or whatever it was, you know, supporting my mom and being the, my mom was the primary caregiver, but I definitely supported her and was also a caregiver for my father as well. And, and I had a lot going on at work. I work full time. I'm grateful for that to even be able to say, yes, I'm still working full time. And just parenting. And it was just a lot. So I decided that I needed to get some counseling and to get myself together to make sure I was understanding my feelings and what I was going through and, and to do something for me proactively, uh, because I knew my dad was very sick, but at that time, I didn't know that we would lose him in a year, uh, but I needed to sit down and just pour out and talk to someone other than my mom, uh, because, I mean, she's going through and dealing with pretty much the same thing. You know, I, if you think about it, you know, if you're in a situation where it's your caregiving and your spouse or your significant other is a caregiver, it's kind of, it's a lot everybody's already dealing with. So I'm not going to sit down as much as I share with my mom. I wasn't going to add that to her plate. I knew I needed to talk with to someone who was outside of the situation that we were going through. And my kids are, I mean, at the time, like 11 and 10 or something like that. So it's not like I was going to talk to them. And it's weird, even in my support circle and my friends, and I have a strong strong foundation, my, my um, cousins uh, who were always there and supportive and, and my uh, friends who, you know, everybody was like sisters to me, but it's weird calling them and saying, Hey, Hey girl, you got, you got 45 minutes. Let, let me tell you what I've been feeling when I'm going through. It's just not, that's just not how it goes, you know? And, and so I decided for my health and for my mental strength and stability that I needed to get some support uh, and to talk to someone. And I know that uh, in our community, in the African-American community, it is becoming more common now. And I'm so glad to hear people say, you know, it's nothing wrong with getting counseling. It's nothing wrong with getting some help. It's nothing wrong with talking to someone about how you're feeling or, or what you're going through outside of your family and close-knit friends. And I'm glad that that stigma is, um, is you know, slowly melting away. I know that it's still, you know, out there, but I'm here to say I'm a proponent of, um, of counseling services, psychology, psychiatrists, whatever you need. I'm a fan of getting on somebody's couch and stretching out and running my mouth about what I'm going through. Uh, it is so important. And I signed up for myself and I also signed my kids up uh, for counseling as well. 
And, and with them, it was really more of my kids were still dealing with uh, the divorce and the, the state of where we stand as a family in different houses. So they were dealing with some different things and then also dealing with uh, my father's illness and because he was with me and my mom, they stayed with me in my home uh, and did chemo close to the Atlanta area. So it just made sense for them to be there. So it was really like they were living with us for the four years that he battled this, you know, of course they would come home uh, and spend time at home for maybe a week or two, but for the majority of the time, especially those last couple of years, they were there a lot uh, through all dad's surgeries and when he got sick or whatever he was dealing with. So that, you know, strengthened the bond between them even more. And I knew it was hard for them to see my dad not as strong or resting more or not outside, you know, teaching them four square or some playing basketball with them. They, that, they were experiencing a loss and at the time. And in going through therapy, I learned that I was grieving the loss of my dad long before he was gone because I was also grieving the loss of his strength and the, the, the man that I knew as a little girl growing up and, and even as a grown woman, um, just getting weaker and not as strong and, and uh, me having to kind of the roles change. I was really supporting him more and driving him, which, you know, my dad always said, a woman ain't going to drive me nowhere. But this woman had to end up driving him because he was, you know, medication and he shouldn't be he shouldn't have been out there driving on medication. So I did end up driving him and doing stuff like that. So it it just made sense that I, I was feeling some type of way. You know, I didn't know what it was exactly, but I knew that it was something that needed to be talked about. And as I sat here, you know, this week and realized, you know, how we've gotten through our first, you know, first year of this, first birthday, first this, first that, you know, I realized that getting through your first doesn't necessarily mean you're, you're over anything. It doesn't mean that you've gotten um, past it. You just deal with it a little differently, but there are moments when I just feel it. And I feel the loss, you know, and I'm watching the news and I'm like, ah, oh, man, I, wonder what daddy would say about this because he had so many strong opinions about so many things. And it hit me uh, that there are people who are going through things now in this pandemic. And they may be, you may be feeling some type of way and you don't really know why. Um, you're reasonably comfortable, maybe you're reasonably happy, but there is a, a loss or a change and we're all going through that. And, and that's what made me just say, you know, I want to just sit down and talk about the value of getting some help or talking to someone or talking through how you're feeling. Uh, unfortunately, there have been people who have taken their lives even during this pandemic because either the isolation or the loss of a job or just not really knowing the loss of hope 
even and not really knowing or having this uncertainty that's looming over all of us and is so heavy and it, it does affect your psyche. It affects your mental state. And, and I say, you know, in, in addition to prayer and meditation, uh, which is my regimen for staying as close to sane as I can, I guess, define it, um, it is still something that I've even noticed that I've been feeling, uh, not being able to travel uh, any and not being able to go on vacation. And, you know, it's not like we were jet setting all over the world. I mean, it's not like I had my kids, you know, over in Tibet, hiking up some mountain or something like that. It's just literally a day trip, you know, or a mount, going to the mountains or going to the beach. Those, we canceled everything uh, because everything was happening at the height of this stuff. So spring break, I think everything closed in March and then spring break came in April. The trip for April was closed. First of all, the resort that we were going to is a mountain resort and it closed temporarily. And so that canceled those plans. And then the beach trip, which we try to do a beach trip every year. And that, you know, was a bust. And, and then it's just everything. Even when we tried to reschedule the beach trip or try to find a more quiet beach, people got hip to that. So all the quiet, more private beaches that may not have as many people <laughs> were all booked. So we didn't get to do that. And, and it's kind of like everything, the things that you go to or that you do, getting your nails done, you know, getting your hair done. I, I posted like, uh, a week or so ago, I literally just got my hair done. Um, maybe last week, week before last, for the first time this year, I think. I don't, I don't think I've been to the salon uh, in 2020 because I was curly girl the beginning of the year and just letting it go curly and not knowing or not realizing that I wouldn't be able to get out like I wanted to in March. And then here we, you know. March came and here we are in October and I literally just got my hair like blown out and like flat ironed, which is like, you know, who would think that you would go 10 months without going to a salon? And for women, that's a place, you know, where you get pampered, you know, you get your hair done, get your scalp massaged and you just, you come out, you come out feeling better, looking better because as much as I have embraced having to do my own hair it does not come out the way my stylist um got a shout out babs barber sheets sheets barber and beauty doesn't come out like how my hair never comes out the way it does when she does it so those things are getting manicures even getting massages i've, I've heard people saying they're starting to get back into that i haven't quite gotten uh, my mind around letting someone touch me on a massage table in a spa. And because I just wonder like, okay, am I going to wear a mask or I mean, when I put my face in that hole, you know, am I going to have a mask on while I do that? That just seems it just don't seem, it just doesn't seem productive to me <laughs> go in to relax and then I'm masked up and you know trying to breathe through a mask I just 
don't really like that idea at all. So <laughs> haven't done that. Um, and the kids are feeling it, you know, they're like, oh, mom, we were supposed to do this. We were supposed to go there. Even museum trips I shared uh, on a post and maybe even on a, in a podcast episode that I like museums and, and I love going to, you know, the art museums are great because you don't, you're not supposed to touch anything in there <laughs> unless it's some kind of interactive exhibit. You don't touch, put your hands on paintings or, or sculptures or things like that. But there are other museums where you want to go and you want to touch things and you want to touch the screens and they, you know, the learning museums and, and the science centers and everything. So, you know, even that, I have been cautious about one because we have some compromised immune systems in my house. So we're very careful, but in being careful, we pretty much canceled everything that was probably a release or a place to relieve stress or a place to just woosah or decompose, you just kind of decompress. So I made sure that I had someone to talk to and that my children did as well. And it has been uh, a wonderful, necessary, I can't believe I didn't do this sooner thing. I, I sit there now, you know, in the pandemic and I'm, I'm actually, you know, looking for another counselor now because uh, the one we had moved away, moved out of the state. And, and I was thinking, man, I should have been doing this long before my dad got sick, long before I felt the pressure of being pulled in so many different directions. This probably would have been a good thing uh, for me when I was feeling the pressure of being a new mom or when I was exhausted or when I was dealing with so much uh, calamity at, you know, a job that I was on and, and the people that I was working with who were just, whew. but then I'm like, man, but talk to somebody I would have figured out is it me is it them is it both of us I don't know I just know that it would have been so helpful to have that then so that is what I wanted to share with with you uh today and and I am having a I mean it's this is a lighthearted conversation but a serious one at the same time. If you're going through, um, if you're yet holding on, but you feel like you feel the pressure, you feel the weight, um, or you feel some type of way, you know, we use that a lot loosely. I, I'm feeling some type of way about something. And sometimes it's emotional. Sometimes it's just, you know, a feeling that triggers something or it may be something deeper or something a little bit more heavy. Now is the time to, especially in this pandemic season, especially as we get closer to the holidays and we know how the holidays can affect us all in different ways. And now we're all dealing with going into yet another season, yet another season of a pandemic that is still not fully understood, definitely not under control and, um, and loss for those of us. I've personally experienced loss uh, 
with the pandemic and with COVID. I know people, my mom knows people, I have friends, I have family, we're losing people. So even going in to the holiday season, it's heavier. It, it can't help but be a little heavier, a little weightier, and, and still not having really relief or some type of plan or answer because we still don't know what it looks like. I'm got my kids virtually learning. That in itself could qualify alone for sitting on somebody's couch. Or <laughs> since I'm not going out like that, getting online and having a video session with a counselor. Um, but now's the time if you are in a faith community uh, and your your church offers counseling services as a part of their ministry, I encourage it um, uh, to do that. Or if, if your job, look, look through your benefits and see what's available. I know with mine, it's like the first eight sessions are, are free and then it's a very low cost after that. And, and there are also services out there that are free. So it's not like you can't uh, get access or it's too expensive. I think people used to think that like, oh, I can't afford to pay someone so many dollars an hour to sit on a couch to talk about our problems. That'll cause me problems trying to pay the bill. But, um, but that mental health is definitely something that is, much, is on the forefront now and something that is more widely accepted, more widely discussed, and definitely um, more readily available for those who feel like you just need to talk to someone and do that. Do that for yourself. Do that for your children. Um, it has helped them because they're not socializing with friends. They're not in school, so they're not seeing anyone and it helps. It really helps to talk to someone. And I will, I will share with you that I thought I knew my kids. I really did. I thought I, you know, hands down, I know what this one's going to do. And I know what that one's going to do. And I know what they're thinking. And surprisingly, you could have really knocked me over with a feather. Uh, when I found out that what I thought they thought and what I thought they felt was different. It was different. Um, I wasn't even on the right street, let alone, I wasn't even in the right neighborhood as to which kid would deal with this one way and which kid would deal with this another way. I just knew like, oh, I know this kid's going to be able to, oh, he's not going to worry, but that's not going to impact him like that. And it was the complete opposite of what I thought. And it was them talking to an objective person outside of the home in a safe space that they were able to talk to the counselor about that and then come back and share with me. But it's something that I never would have even expected to learn uh, about that. So it's, it's important. And if you are going through or you're feeling uncomfortable or you're just feeling alone or you're feeling like, hey, I'm, I'm kind of good, but I could stand to sit down and just talk through some things or, or I'm about to go into something new and, and I'm about to embark on an adventure that is going to be bigger than 
what I thought I would be doing just because, you know, we're in a pandemic. If you're ready to create something big, now's the time to do it. But if you're about to embark on a new business or you're about to start or relocate or leave the country or or whatever has been birthed in you and you feel like, okay, this is something, a complete change. I encourage and I promote having a seat and talking with someone about it. Uh, it is not necessarily, like I said, it, I was dealing with the loss of my dad's ability, which was, you know, deep seated, also grieving in advance, but I really could have used the counseling to get me through so many other things uh, prior to that and to sit down and really talk about it. So that is it. That is what I say. I'm, I'm looking at you right now. If you know that you are feeling some type of way or uncomfortable or a little uneasy, um, it's no shame, no shame at all in getting some help. That is it, you guys. I, I just wanted to open my heart up and be as transparent as I possibly could and share that with you. Um, get in the comments. I'm going to drop some information in the show notes. I know that October uh, is, I think, World uh, Mental Health Day was October 10th, if I'm not mistaken. So October is a month that we do focus on so many things, but focus on you. Before we get into, you know, those of us in the Americas, before we get into the holiday season, before we get into the uh, Thanksgivings and the Christmas where you would be traveling and going to be around family and maybe you're not, or maybe you can't, or maybe you've lost someone now's the time now is the time to get someone to talk to it's perfectly okay uh thank you guys for riding with us doing life with us coming uh on this journey with us we so value you and appreciate you make sure you get in the comments tell us what you think um, share your thoughts. If you have resources that you would like to share, please uh, do that as well. Uh, we are a family. Um, like I say, we're doing life together as a family. So, hey, come on, let's help each other out. Check on people, check on your loved ones, check on your friends, just, you know, a text or a phone call, but make sure that you're checking in uh, with your folks and making sure that they're good because that is important and just because someone's smiling and posting on instagram and facebook does not mean that that's how life is dealing with them right now it still doesn't hurt to check on them and talk to people uh pick up the phone now's the time to really pick up the phone or facetime or whatever it is that you do to communicate lay eyes on people even if you can't get to them try to see them and and really talk to people and take care of them get at us on social media at katie bryant writes uh facebook so uh facebook twitter and instagram and please 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 join the conversation uh life unfolding the blog katiebryantwrites.com would love to have you there and uh send me your tea suggestions um now it's time to get some good good tea uh that i i'm actually going to get a cup of tea in a few minutes because it's just been one of those days uh but make sure that you are always always 
good to yourselves and good to each other. And I will see you when I see you. <laughs>